0: Episode of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life. We're on episode 14, and that means it's time for passage 14 from book 2. Now, before I read the passage, just think about your current day to day living at the moment. How much time of each day do you feel you might spend considering? whether it's thinking about, discussing with friends, family, co-workers, or even planning, in, in the sense, maybe even working for the future. I would suggest it's probably quite a great amount of time, which seems normal. And of course, we need to sort of think plan ahead, think about ourselves, the family, what we're going to be doing later on in life, whether that's next week, next year, ten years' time. How much of that, though, is guaranteed? And how much are you enjoying the now? See, I was posed a question on my Instagram, I think it was only yesterday, actually, um, or a couple of days ago. You know, what what are you looking forward to most about the future? And, And my instant thought was, if you're Considering looking forward to something in the future, then you perceive inversely that the future is going to bring you more positives and negatives, which is a fantasy. So therefore, you're excited about something. And therefore, due to the definition of that excitement, you're only excited about something that you perceive coming in as having more positives and negatives. You're setting yourself up for depression because ultimately that doesn't exist in life. But then the other point there is to consider the future. Why are you more excited about some, sorry, to consider the present? Why are you more excited about something that may happen in the future, which is uncertain than what you're actually experiencing and living now? When nothing in life gives more positives and negatives or vice versa. It's just a perception. Let's not forget to enjoy now. Here's the passage. Even if you were destined to live 3,000 years or 10 times that long, nevertheless remember that no one loses any life other than the one he lives or lives any life other than the one he loses. It follows that the longest and the shortest lives are brought to the same state. The present moment is equal for all. So what is passing is equal also. The loss therefore turns out to be the merest fragment of time. No one can lose either the past or the future. How could anyone be deprived of what they do not possess? So always remember these two things. First, that all things have been of the same kind from everlasting, coming round and round again. And it makes no difference whether one will see the same things for a 100 years or 200 years or for an infinity of time. Second, that both the longest lived and the earliest to die suffer the same losses. It is only the present moment of which Eva stands to be deprived. And if indeed this is all he has, he cannot lose what he does not have. Okay, so the main point to kind of consider here is really the value of life and the way that we actually perceive it. So as I've talked on in previous episodes, you know, the life that we live really is just a speck, a fragment in time that when you actually look at the whole spectrum of whether it's the time the universe has been around, of course, but even the time that humanity has been around, whether your life lasts for 10 years or 100, it's just going to be a pinprick. You're not going to see any difference in that whole spectrum of time what matters is what you do within that time. You know, you have people who live to 20 or 30 who accomplish much more in their lives than some who live to 80, 90, 100. The focus, therefore, should not necessarily be on the future because the future is not guaranteed. Nothing is certain in the future. We can look forward to things that may not happen. We can fear things that may not happen. In both of those cases, as I touched on at the start, we're actually looking at something or expecting something to come that's going to bring us an imbalanced perspective or we have an imbalanced perspective to that thing. And when it arrives, often we'll see the other perspectives and realise, ah, it wasn't just bringing good things. It wasn't just bringing bad. Why did I fear this? Yes, this event came. It may have seemed painful at the time, but then ultimately I've looked at other perspectives and I've seen where this event's benefited me. The benefit that I've needed for my life and therefore that pain was worthwhile. It's actually because of some of those experiences in my own life that have allowed me to be doing this podcast that have allowed me to gather more wisdom to be able to share with you. I see that as a blessing. You know you have the athlete who wants to win an Olympic title will challenge themselves through their lifetime against better and better competitors. Now we are presented with gifts in life to develop our wisdom. And if you feel that you've been through many, many challenges and are growing through them, then see that as a gift because you're one of the few who's actually starting to understand what life can look like from all perspectives. And you're in a place where you can do great things with your life and share that to others. Now, the fact is, if we consider there is no event, that's going to give us only positives, no event that's going to give us only negatives, all is balance. Why are we focusing on the future? What about the now? What's not right about the now that makes the future better? What are you doing in this present moment? Sometimes we never, well, most of us never stop to think on this. You know, we believe, in fact, our thoughts are often controlled by the cre- the in yeah the idea of society that we live in i say idea because it is a creation of the human mind you know, we go to we go to work nine to five after following through the education system that's dictated by um, a human imagination as to what the education system should be. You know, it's, it's not encouraging us to think. It's encouraging us to store information that will make us better workers later on. We go to work nine to five. Why? Most of us don't enjoy that work, but we see it as what we're supposed to do. So we can then enjoy the evenings or enjoy the weekends or enjoy the weekly holiday. Now, when you actually start to kind of sit back and analyse this, the thing that we can control is the now. And if you're not doing what you love in the now, then you, you will probably question it when you get to like 70, 80 years old and look back and think, where is my legacy? You know, how much time did I actually waste? If you like, find that mission in life, that thing that you love, go with it. You know, if your intuition is telling you something, that's not a random event. That's like a coalition of all the experiences and emotions that you've stored throughout your life. Acting as a filter to something, telling you to do something. Nothing's random. Analyze how you feel in the moment. What do you love about your life? What don't you? Where does it adhere to your values? If we focus on the present moment and enjoy the present moment, then it doesn't matter whether we live for a um, 100 years, 3,000 years, as Marcus says. We create our worth by living in the moment. We can't control the past. But the past is certain. So in trying to ignore the past when it does exist, is going to lead to issues later on because we're trying to block things out if we're trying to block things out, we're doing so because we've got an imbalanced perspective on them. We've not seen where those things have served us. You know, that that relationship that went horribly wrong and really hurt you. You've not seen how that developed you as a person and actually changed your values in life. Perhaps even gave you like a love for a career that you're doing. You know, I do speak for myself there as well. So therefore, love the past. But focus on the present moment. And when in the present moment, you're doing that thing that inspires you, because as members of the animal kingdom, we do all have a nature, uh, sorry, natural instincts with us of survival of self, family and species. And you can see the variations in that through the animal kingdom. Humans have got so ingrained in their own lifespan, they forget that shortness of time. You know, we know how long we've been alive for. What would you be doing now if someone said you've only got one year left to live? Would you still be doing the same things? You would probably start to act very differently and value the present moment a lot more. You may well only have a year to live. Nothing is guaranteed. So, if we're inspired by what we're doing, we have a life mission that's serving for our own survival, survival of family, and more so when you have a life mission that is greater than that, and your focus on is on survival of a human species. When I say survival, that means progress. You know, because at some point in the future, there will be something like a meteor hit Earth. There will be. Um, crazy changes in climate. There will be overpopulation and need to expand to live outside of the Earth's atmosphere or the the ground at least. There will be, at some stage, the sun's going to engulf the Earth. To get through all these challenges, humanity needs to keep progressing in the way that it has. And it does that by people who are living in the now, doing what they love and what they're inspired to do. Because the things we're inspired to do of what progress humanity but they don't come from planning to do it in the future they come from doing it now guys i hope you've enjoyed the episode please do keep the awesome reviews and ratings coming in really really appreciate it um and i hope to be back with episode 15 soon thank you